0: Oh, 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 oh Hi, welcome to Living With MS Truth Be Told. I'm your host, Marie Heron. Uh, Truth Be Told is a podcast for people living with MS. We can be accessed on the web at www.truthbetold.ca and we can be downloaded on iTunes and Google Play. This morning in studio, I have Jana, um, who is living with MS, and she's going to tell us all about her truth. Uh, Jana, hi. Thank you. I'm so glad you could join us this morning. Thank you. so much good morning it's really nice to have somebody in studio because we usually have people from all over the place and we're phoning them but it's always nice when when people come in um understand that you were a nurse um but you also position yourself as an advocate because um, we reached out through social media and we connected. Um, so tell me about uh, your life as a nurse um, and then you sort of switched careers a little bit, but, but you position yourself as, a, as an advocate. And what, what does that look like and why is that important to you?
1: So looking back, I've been an advocate from a very young age, uh, mm-hmm. public school. Right. Um, I had a close friend who was profoundly deaf. And she would get teased all the time. And I really stood up for her and um, spoke my mind, so to speak, Mm -hmm. to those kids. And from my nursing perspective, as nurses, we're taught to advocate for our patients. Right. you know it's really our due diligence to to do that, but not all nurses are able to to do that well right um, I don't think everybody can be an advocate so but I've always uh, felt very strongly to make sure that um you know, if my patient can't talk for themselves, then I'm there to help out. And that's how I've really integrated it into what I'm doing now as a nurse and just my life in general.
0: Okay. And now you are living with MS. How are you managing your MS now? Because I know that we sort of connected and I, I, you know, got the feeling that, you know, you're not a big med person, right? You're not big on the MS med. So, um, how are like how are you managing your ms
1: well so i've had ms for 15 years and again as a nurse you're always told oh you have this diagnosis this is the medication you take so i did go on medication mm-hmm. uh weekly injections um for about 7 years and i just couldn't handle the side effects so i remember i spoke to my neurologist and asked her what, what else is out there? What else can I be taking? There has to be something more I could be doing. And she just, she literally put her hands up and said, Jana, I'm a doctor and I do medicine. And she's a lovely lady. I mean, nothing against her, but mm-hmm. she just didn't, she wasn't for or against. She just felt very strongly that I uh, take the medication. But after a seven-year stretch, I thought, no, I can't, I can't do it anymore. So um, I actually went to a health food, Store and mm-hmm. asked one of their uh, registered uh, nutritionists, I guess she was, about um, what I could possibly take. So I started taking some supplements like right. fish oil, uh, apple cider vinegar, and mm-hmm. liquid greens. And I fa- fa- found that that really helped me out. What I struggle with most is fatigue. And so I thought that um, that. I call it my shooter. A mm-hmm. uh, combination of supplements was really helping me. Right. So then I, I stopped uh, doing my injections, right. which my neurologist wasn't very happy about. But um, And again, I'm not suggesting to people that they should stop their medication. Um, it's just that's what I decided to do. And it, right. for me, it was the best decision decision okay. i've made
0: um and so this was a nutritionist you spoke to at a supplement store right um and and you mentioned when we were we uh typing back and forth um that you know you've looked at a, a plethora of different treatments um so other than diet was there anything else that you incorporated
1: absolutely so um again and i was very i wasn't uh very knowledgeable of the non-medicinal things that I could be doing. Mm -hmm. So I did a bunch of research. Um, and so I started going to a chiropractor on a monthly basis just for wellness. Mm -hmm. Um, it's amazing. I, I didn't even know a lot about what the benefits of chiropractic could have with the nerve nerves in our body, just our blood flow in general. So I started going to a chiropractor on a monthly basis and it's very reasonably priced. Um, Massage. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't do that on a regular um, basis, but I found that there was some help in that. Yoga. I started right. doing some yoga, um, and definitely exercise. I mean, I don't. I don't do a lot of cardio. Um, more so, I just do exercise for strengthening. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think uh, that's that's important, um, and meditation.
0: Right. Okay, yeah. that's, yeah, that's great, because it's interesting that you said yoga, and, and I have to tell tell you, and, and hopefully our listeners will, will listen as well, that, you know, when, when people with MS hear yoga, the first thing they say is, my balance is bad, but there is such a thing as seated yoga, and we have had a guest on the show that um, um, I had referred to a YouTube video, so, I mean, some of these things we can do, they're not necessarily cost uh, uh, costly, I mean, you know, there's tons and tons and tons of uh, yoga for people with MS, there's seated seated Yoga and all of these things I find really help. Um, They, you know, and again, I mean, uh, human nature. I think for us is that you know we hear diet, we hear exercise, and we jump right into it, but it's a slow bit-by-bit bit process. So, you know, if you're watching somebody on Twitter who's balancing on a balance beam, who has primary progressive, and you're like, I want to be like that, you can be like that, but it'll probably take you about three years to get there. Would you mm-hmm. agree? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And,
1: you know, it's no, MS definitely isn't a cookie-cutter type of diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Things need to be modified for that person. And, again, they, they need to give themselves permission to, if they can't do regular yoga, and cherry yoga is what they can do that's that's great good for them
0: exactly exactly and I want to ask you this um we've had guests talk about diet exercise and pragmatic home hope and even brain plasticity do you think this is clutching at straws or do you think that you know there are things out there we can do
1: Absolutely. No, I don't think that's clutching at straws at all. I, I Again, I think exercise is very, very good. Um, and again, just to be modified according to what mm-hmm. that person can do. Diet, I think it's very important. Um, I've read that a wheat-free diet is good for autoimmune diseases, which MS is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to cut down on... I'm not wheat-free. Uh, I, I love my bread, but I really try to, to curb it because... And it's not a calorie thing. It's just I find if I eat a lot of carbs, then I my, I get the head fog and I'm sluggish. Right. Um, I try to eat uh, well with vegetables and fruits and stuff, but you know I still indulge as well. Um and I think hope is huge because that that's what's driving us. That is what um, we have to have on a daily basis. And again, we're g- going to have our bad days. We're going to have down days and we need to give ourselves permission for that. Um, I always say to my kids, you know, not every day is a 10 out of 10. Some of them are right. six, seven. Right. and. And that makes us appreciate the 10 out of 10 days even much, so much more, exactly. right? We yeah. have to have yeah. that varying degree. Yeah. So yeah. hope is so so important. Yeah,
0: yeah no, I, I agree. I mean, some days I can walk, you know, like two, three blocks, um, um, sit in the park and then walk another two or three blocks. Other days, not so much. And, you know, the days that I can do it, I'm really grateful because, you know, I get to enjoy the weather and everything. I want to ask you about this because, again, you are a clinical practitioner. I'm not. Um, but I see there's, the, I always say, know your body well enough to know when you can power through and when you should just allow your body to rest. Do you know what I mean by that? You know how like sometimes you're thinking, okay, I'm just going to take that extra step on the treadmill and you do it and you feel great. Mm-hmm. Then other times you do it and you just set yourself back. Can you, Do you understand that subtle difference between you know when you can power through and you know when you can't?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's us listening to our body. Okay. And I think that when we do, those days where we can take those extra steps, we really need to celebrate that mm-hmm. and, and commend pat ourselves on the back. Yeah. We don't do that very often. Um, so we need, we need to celebrate those days. And then the days that aren't so great, um, you know, the days that I go back to bed <laughs> and because I'm too tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned to say, you know what? That's okay. That's, yeah.
0: that's today. Yeah. And you know, for me personally, I, and I, I I've said this um, on social media, I know when I always say something's in the mail, like a flare ups in the mail, and I know something's up if I put my head forward and I can feel tingling all the way from my neck down to my feet. I know something's up. Is is there a telltale sign for you, or you know, have you heard of other people saying things like that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So. Before I was diagnosed, I had the tingling when I mm-hmm. when I put my neck down. Okay. Um, that was when I was doing my master's, and I thought, "Oh, it's too much computer mm-hmm. time." And but now, so I haven't had that reoccur. Um, but what I do have, Marie, is my fingers and my toes um, yeah. will go numb, and then I think, "Oh," and sometimes. Uh, way back I had a flare up and I had optic neuritis mm-hmm. and so in my one eye my vision went to 20 over 200 right. so basically legally blind mm-hmm. luckily I've gotten my eyesight back but I do notice sometimes in that eye if I'm super tired or whatever then it gets a bit foggy or double right. vision and it's temporary but uh, yeah, yeah I understand exactly yeah what you so mean.
0: these are so for our listeners these are things that you know before we get to a flare up or before we get to an exacerbation Start to start write these things down and um, you know, you'll know you see there's a pattern. Um, and that's the time when you say, okay, you know what? I'm going to be good to me and I'm going to sidestep this exacerbation <laughs> mm-hmm. or this trip to the neurologist because... I'm going to heal myself with rest, Right. you know, and, uh, and I think it's important that uh, the people living with MS don't beat themselves up about this, you know, it's just, you know, know your body. That's how you learn how to manage it.
1: Actually, you just mentioned something really um, important that I didn't mention is sleep, how important sleep oh, God, is. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, you have to try to get that, a good eight hour sleep if you can. Um, yeah, it's, it's huge.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, I don't know if it's just age, but you know, cuz I'm I'm getting close to 60 now and I find that like afternoon naps are really <laughs> really working well for me on the weekends. Me too, definitely. <laughs> okay. Um if someone is just die Okay, Well, what are the up- most uplifting stories you've heard uh when dealing with people who are living uh with MS?
1: Well, you know what, Marie, to be perfectly honest, I've always kind of kept myself siloed. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't want to hear negative stories. I just, I knew what my diagnosis was. I did research. Um, I found out what worked for me. And I really, not until recently, have I reached out to social media Mm -hmm. uh, places uh, like Facebook and read about MS and realized that, wow, this Facebook is really supportive, but a lot of the stories are, you know, quite negative. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I think people that I have spoken to with MS, including yourself, is that we don't take day to day for granted. And we really try to get the most out of um, the day we can. And we just listen to our bodies.
0: Right. and Yeah. Thank you so much for saying that because it's really important. Now, um, somebody's just been diagnosed uh, with MS. They're listening in. Last piece of advice, last? words for them oh
1: yeah well um again if if it's one of those bad days give yourself permission don't feel bad don't feel guilty you know take that day as it comes um and don't see ms as a as a life sentence right um i mean i've had ms for 15 years i consider myself very blessed that um i can walk people when they when i tell them i have ms they're they're surprised um and just that that hope piece of it don't right. don't give up hope don't get me wrong when i was first diagnosed um it was difficult. Uh, I really struggled a bit. And I think that you almost go through the grieving process when you're diagnosed. You get angry, you know, you get sad, but then...
0: You bargain.
1: You bargain, <laughs> yes. You know, you wonder what... Yeah, what please, did I, dear
0: God, I won't do this again. Right, just, what did I do wrong? Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: you go through all those emotions. And I, I think going through them is actually a healthy. Um, but then you come to acceptance. And that's where the hope really I think begins yeah. and that's when you decide you know what MS isn't me I'm in charge and I'm gonna take it by the reins and right. um, you know live my life to the fullest so I, I think that's what I would tell somebody with an MS diagnosis that they've just heard of is that yet yeah, you're probably feeling very overwhelmed right now and you you're scared, but there's a lot of support out there. Get with, you know, get get with some good friends or whomever you can talk to and make sure you just you um Let your feelings out and don't shut yourself in and just reach out to other people in the same situation.
0: Right. And definitely listen to Living With MS Truth Be Told at www.truthbetold.ca. Jana, I want to thank you so much for coming in today. This has been so really cool. It's really nice to have you here Um, and hopefully we'll have you back again.
1: Thank you. I would love to come back. This has been a great opportunity. Yeah. Okay. Thank 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 you. you so
0: much. Okay, thank you for uh, listening to Living With M.S. Truth Be Told. I'm Marie Heron, your host. If you want to reach out to me with an email, it is marie at truthbetold.ca. Thank you.